You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Rish Chodesh Aleph, this must be Rishcho Dalaisa. Rabbi Yosef Gavriel Bechofer, you know, the Rosham Salman Erbach wrote that the idea of Marben Besimcha, whether it's relevant to Chodesh Oder or not, means not necessarily to do Pu'ula Shol Simcha, but to try to do whatever you can not to have the negative, to be Maser Daiga from yourself. You shouldn't do things that bring you into Natsvis. You have to do whatever you can in activities and events that that make you happy. And people, maybe maybe we could say that Lu Yitzur, there isn't in a Marban Besimcha. Hopefully Rizcha Daraisa could do that. Maybe, okay. <laughs> maybe Rizcha Daraisa can get people not so nervous, not so upset, not so, I mean, they could hear us getting nervous and upset at each other and then enjoy that. I think that would be good. I'm willing to sacrifice my itzovan and my daiga and my kas and everything else. Uh, I'm willing to 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 make that a korban for everybody else's enjoyment. So this way, if, even if you want to say that chaydish other that it starts from other aleph, rish is your way to start a if, if not simcha miti at least getting rid of that daiga and sar. No, absolutely. Full speed ahead. <laughs> Okay. Um, you know, well, you know, the Beis HaLevi writes that uh, the Shvachar Echever would start learning the uh, Hanukkah Masechtis because, you know, they just couldn't hold cups, so they got involved in learning the Yonam Shal Hanukkah. I think whether it's going to be in Yonam Shal Purim or not, clearly we need something that will sort of take us out of the sense of uh, of indecision lack of clarity, sour. So uh, an extra other seems to be just what the doctor ordered. Sounds good. <laughs> so on, uh, on that note, let's... I was born in Ida Olive, so I'm partial to Ida Olive. Uh-huh. Yes, and um, it's definitely a month of, 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 of the simon of his owls of Klau Yisrael, the mazel is so bored today. It's shame come on you. Um, I'll tell you what, what it's I was interesting because you're a big man. I don't know if doesn't know, at least on this program, that Rabbi Vremo can guess the month and week in which you were born with a high degree of accuracy based on his understanding of your personality and your muscle. Am I, I correct? See. Well, I did have some training in that, yes. I did yes. have some training. It wasn't Haman who was training me. And uh, uh, I, I, he, brought many years ago, despite the fact that I was born in Ador, and you would think I'd be a Pisces, I'm actually an Aquarius, because I was born in Ador Aleph, he guessed my birthday, and I, in my... Right, I did it well, put it this way, there is there is a Chochm involved, and I did, I was macabre from a couple of Rabbeim. you describe this Chochm a bit? Well, it, 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 it's a shtickle connected to Chochm Samazolus. It's based in part on the Bira Gro in Yoina, uh, but it was developed by, I don't, if I say their names, it's probably going to be a shtickle Malshinus on them, but some of it has to do with um, body shape 
and some of it has to do with uh, uh, time people are born in, uh, in, uh, in well, it has to do with the days of the week and the days uh, it, it really is a, 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 it's an art more than it is a science but I thank you for reminding you, everyone and me and reminding it that this was something that I was once involved in it's sort of uh, uh, it, it has to do with um, you know, obviously the the Dawid Yisaitis of Eishruach Maimon offer, and it has to do. We can tell a lot from uh, not only physical characteristics, but of course, uh, just certain mental ideas, physical psychic tells. Sort of like a poker player could figure out what you're holding. Um, and I I had a Rebbe who. Is this have to with Not at all. Well, Chachmas is somewhat related. And I actually had a shtickle training in Chochmas Hayad, which, of course, both of these things are in the Zohar HaKodesh. And they were... Chochmas Hayad is in the Zohar? Yes, both of them are in the Zohar. Chochmas parts of... Chochmas and Chochmas are both in the Zohar HaKodesh. And that's where a lot of the... Um, and, and there were a number of people in Eretz Yisrael that uh, practice it. And I was Zohar to get close to some people who were Talmidim of the real McCoy Hever. Um, there are actually a number of Svarim that were circulating about it. I have to tell you, though, Rabbi Yosef, that when I was young, it was very satisfying to be able to do that type of thing because it sort of gives you an empowerment and makes you feel like you have a sense of control and that you're able to put everything in its place. As I get older, though, um, I sort of feel that it's, you know, <laughs> it's sort of, I wouldn't say because there are people, Mashkichim and others who, who make use of it. Um, look, we all know about the Mashkiach who, who uses uh, graphology, right? You're aware of, I don't think. Yeah, but, but this graphology doesn't have to, this actually would mean that you would have to disagree with the Rambam on his uh, perspective on astrology, right? Yes, yes, you would have to, which we know Ramban, Ibn Ezra, and many, many other Rishonim did. So, and again, even the, the Pashat Das of Chazal seems to, you know, the Rambam is definitely bucking the system here. I mean, um, uh, you know, when, when, he, when he refers to astrology as, you know, Shpitz Abedazara and Narishkeit, um, you know, his letter to the Chachmei Marseille. But, but the knowledge, and, and Ibn Ezra used to do a similar thing when he would write your horoscope, had to do with um, this is a way he got his parnosa was being able to write this. Ben Ezra did horoscopes. Yes, he did. Ben Ezra, that was how he was mafarnas himself. Um, really? Sure. People, people would call him in, and he, look, he was always an, he, he talked about in his letter to Rabbi Tom. He speaks about how poor he is, and that uh, he said, you know, if um, he talks about it, I think he says if if uh, you know if there was. If he would go into any business, like if he if he starts selling candles, all of a sudden he says there would be no wax left in the world because he had no mazel at all in terms of parnosa. But one of the things that he did somehow to to manage was to um, be called in by gvirim, and he would give them their reading, and he would give them a whole bunch of instruction about what to do, what not to do, based on the day they were born. Now, what you're saying that I was taught to do was the opposite, was to be able to use certain information to sort of indicate and figure out the date that people were born in. I, well, I didn't think Nancy Reagan came to you for advice. <laughs> we, so like when you were 16 years old, you decided, okay, let me go to the people who I can find in Shalim 
and ask them to, to teach me this? Okay, so it was actually two different tkufas. There was one tkufa when I was learning in Mir, and there were a number of Bachram who were at that point going to a certain um, Makubu. Oh, YL? Um, one of the Meshi's ofs was, uh, uh, I don't think that was the one that was recently in the sky. No, 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 no. It's a big family. No. Yeah. So it was one of, one of the Meshi's ofs was you would go to him and uh, he would read your palm and he would give you Aitzis. And I was very, very interested in all the Aitzis he gave based on the readings of people's hands. I have to tell you that that, it held me in somewhat good stead on my, I didn't go out with so many girls, but I was able to impress a number of the girls I went out with by, <laughs> by telling them things about themselves. You know, we were Shomer Nigi, obviously, but all I had to do was look at their palms and I was able to tell <laughs> many, many. <laughs> Here I was just doing it with Shame Chochma. Um, but maybe to, right. So, uh, and uh, so that was one thing. The other thing in terms of Chochmas Samazolis, in terms of figuring out Tunas uh, Anefesh and being able to guess within a couple of days, birthdays and days of the week, this there was a, um, <laughs> a, a, a the, the, I had a Rosh Hashiva who was very, very involved in this Mikzoya. Um, and at one time, he had hired a mashgiach who was a bucky nifla in this. And that was, he fancied himself sort of like the altar of Slabotka. This mashgiach was a bocher. He was not married. And I would come into his room and I discovered that he had on his shelf a whole number of, of, of books on astrology. And um, we had many long talks about how we did it and, and how this was done. So it was in two different kufas. Um, I have to tell you that um, despite the surge of excitement of being able to see something work, and remember, when you're, when you're a teenager, you're trying to figure out the world and put yourself where you hold and what's so getting these type of staple answers like oh it's in your hands oh it's on the day that you were born all these things can make a teenager who's surrounded by uncertainty about himself and about the world judging around him it's like a life preserver that makes you believe that you have a certain amount of strength a certain ability it it, it allows you to put the world into perspective i think as you get older and you realize how entangled things are um, you know, I, I've really, in a way, shunned that, and I did not really pursue it. You remembered because when we first met, I was still, um, you know, uh, I think I guess I was about thirty when we first met. Um, when did you come to Chicago again? I came to Chicago. Is it because of time in TM Kekla that you neglect, re, re, renounced it, so to speak, or just because you found it to be too? Uh, I found it was not good. I, to be honest with you, I found that it was not healthy for me. I felt that it didn't, it, 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 it was unhealthy for me because it caused my relationships to be um, uh, synthetic, 
synthetic and judgmental. I felt, really? yes, I felt that by knowing too much and by zeroing in on things, I ended up really not giving people the benefit of the doubt. Um, and I ended up assuming that things would go a certain way in relationships. Um, it, it's, I think it's sort of similar, you know, psychologists, I think, are in a similar boat. Many of these psychologists who have their system and they have certain tells and, and, and they can't be convinced either otherwise. I, I'd like to think that... By the way, that, when people use Myers-Briggs, which is very popular, Briggs-Myers, Myers-Briggs, so they actually do put people in the boxes that way. Not even the, It's not astrology, but it's a little bit hocus-pocus. Look, I, to, we know there's enough Rishonim uh, and clear indicators from Chazal that Yesh Mazel, right? Klal Yisrael can be Oilala Mazel, but even so, as the Vilna Goyim says, I mean, it's an Ibish, it's and others, that we work within the Koychus that the Mazel bequeaths us. But there definitely is something about, like, Iyavnu. There's something about Yoimi Voldoi, and there's something about what happens. Obviously, the Rabbi Nishom feared the Gansavelt. I, I think, you know, in one way, I'm going to segue from, from this into, I guess, you know, part of what you want to do is, look, is, keep an, is to be open even when there's a preponderance of evidence. Let me explain what I mean. As much as I still believe that the mazel will indicate a lot about your personality and about your tchunasanefesh. And I do believe that your kav hachochma is earnest. When I look at someone's hands and I can see the depth of their kav hachochma, I know that they are indeed a deep thinker. Which is the kav hachochma? Okay, so the kav hachochma, as you can see, there's there's three kavim in most every in most in most people's hands, and you can again you have the kav ha'isher, the kav hachochma, and the kav hachayim, and the bottom one is the kav hachayim. And, and, but both your hands are different. So what is it? Right, right. So really, there's a whole about the right and the left hand. But my point here is, is that, and again, without getting into this too much, is that the the uh, the openness that we have to keep is is important, but also to realize that these are wisdoms. On the other hand, there is something exciting. And about good old scientific scholarship, empirical evidence, as opposed to relying on uh, the stars or what's in your hands. And I think that that is something that um, uh, you really need to have a good balance. Listen, we, we believe in Moifsim, we believe in the Koyach of, 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 of Ruch HaKedosh, of Abbaskal, the Tzitzis. On the other hand, we also, as you know, use our seichel as much as possible. I, I think that that too much reliance, not only is it unhealthy, but I think it also stunts your your empirical ability to think and to speculate and to actually take the evidence. Too much reliance on what? Too much reliance on chokmas hamazel or on chokmas apartsuf or chokmas ayad. I think what it does, not only does it cause you to be judgmental and almost dehumanizing your relationships, I think it also blunts 
that part of your mind that does normal scientific research analysis. And I think that that it's it sounds like a science. This sounds like a science in and of itself. It's true. It's a science which is uh, perhaps controversial. But you're telling me that they're cloning. They're principles. Yes. Uh, however, they they don't work necessarily like like normal research does, right? Um, so what is normal research? Okay. How can you say normal research? Okay. Any research is researched. Bad each. Every research has its own qualifications. Okay, so there are tests, as you know, there are intelligent tests, which we could give. There's also emotional, they've now developed emotional intelligent tests. All right, we, we, we also realize that there are ways to, through talking, through uh, observing, through, through testing, that we're able to determine a lot about who a person is and what their skills are and what, but that kufa is very limiting. It puts a person in a box. Granted, but at least okay. it's, but at least it's done in a way that the 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 values have some sort of logical explanation to them. In other words, I see from your ability to problem solve, I see that when is it or well, I put electrodes onto you, and I can see the parts of your mind that start to. Uh, explode in anger. I see the parts that start to light up. Yeah, I can so that's I, very reduction, reductionist. Uh, okay, I, I I see the fact that your blood pressure rises under pressure. All of those things are, in a way, a much, much more scientific way to say: Is this person a person who is uh, uh, um, easy mannered? Is easygoing? What sort of leader will he be? Those things seem to be stuff that you can actually write down and explain. Whereas, well, I looked at his hand and I looked at his face and I saw from the lines on his forehead that he that there's no way he could be a leader. He's too much of a let's. I could see it just in his face. Right? I hear the Taina, but Lamaisa, I think only a Neshama can understand another Neshama and not in ways which necessarily can be articulated fully. Okay, so now you're talking about something else. Now you're talking about Dveikas, Rucha, Berucha, and things like that. So Dveikas Rucha, now you're talking... Now you're telling me that the Chochma Sayyad and Chochma Zapartsuf, whatever Chochma Mazolos, is reductionist in a similar way to defining people based on an IQ test. Is that what you're saying? But but it's worse than being reductionist. What it does is, at least I I can respect the eggheads who will determine, let's say... Better than an egghead yourself. What? I respect eggheads. You're an egghead. Okay, but but I but I I respect them. Like even the people who are in Russia and China who were involved in social engineering and the way they would do it, it was based on uh, the the grades the kids were having, the recordings of how they interacted in school, the way they would zero in on who should be a leader, who shouldn't. I spoke on this program here about how Chabad does something similar. That in Chassidish Achilles, there's also, although it isn't as it isn't as draconian and as uh, unbending, but there are ways that that we can see what makes a type of person, what makes a good leader, what makes a person who can be sugepas for a certain type of job. Those things, I think, the more we are makarv the melaseicho. Uh, the better we are. The, if we're going to say, look, I had to choose you because you were born on this certain day and because you have, and I saw in your mazel that you were the one uh, to be, which is what Paro said, you know, he says, oh, this is, this is what we're going to see. 
I think that even though it's true, I think that it, for our door, I think what it does is deaden something. It deadens our, our intellectual girth and perspective. And I think it, 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 we, we shouldn't be doing that. What we should be doing, and again, this is really what I wanted to talk about, is rely on what research and scientific analysis and sometimes good old detective work tells us. And, and this Aren't you Republican? I'm going to step out of what I don't know and step into what I do know. And what I do know is, is that we need to temper and allow the truth to reign in our world, the world of the Tzur B'Rabonon, the world of Rizchot Daraisa. And that means that we should already have the courage to stand up and say, look, and, and to announce and to promote that there are certain things which are not true and we, sh- we should stop being Mavalazman with them. Here's the first one. Um, the, let's talk about the Tzuras Hadaf, right, right for, first of all. And I want to speak specifically about the Kedusha that has been afforded to the Daf and what's been printed on the Daf. And the fealty to the haramim of the Rishonim that we can't change anything in the Nishoyas and the Daf. It has to be, we have to do it in this sort of like, uh, this crazy sort of way where, you know, you know uh, to be Magia. When we know that something is a grise, and we know it based on the preponderance of evidence, we owe it to the generations that are coming forward to do the scientific smart thing which is to say it's a mistake and we're, and let's stop people falling into that trap. Now, here's the one that's, that comes to mind because we're in the middle of Moed Kod. We The, the Chaykrim have known it. The, the, By the uh, way, I think you're not because at this point. Okay, I'm happy you think that. Yes. Uh, you, you, because uh, obviously that's Shkacha feared the belt. And Ashkoch had kefirt that on Moikotan, you have this parish, and Ashkoch had kefirt, not like the Maharal, they, they put Taisus on the block, they didn't put the Rosh on the block, and too bad. I was Akash wanted this way. Akash did not want the Rambam to write a safer with his McClaylis, right? That's the way Akash Baruch feared the belt. All right, you know what? You can always sit back and say, oh, it's all Ashkoch. There are a bunch of show. Which means you just want to sit back and be passive and, and read no, people's poems. You write, you write, no, you write glasses, you can write anything you want, but not on the block. Why? Why? Because that's Yad Hashem. Yad Hashem, Bromberg decided to, to get together yes. with some Italian printers. It was a guy you ever. There was a guy you put the. You know, you're such an idiot. The guy, the guy put the money up, but it was the 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 owned the printing companies, but they had all these Jews and Mishumadim working with them together, and they were the ones that decided what fits on the page and what doesn't. So because of 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 that arbitrary. It, even the Mishumadim, the ones that decided that they, this is what they were going I'll to tell you, Dafka the Mishumadim. Okay, you know what? We have to be able to have the courage to not. No, be, it's, not, it's, not, it's not courage. It's it, it is it is primitive, 
and it is being, and again, it's primitive, it's superstitious. There's no reason, there's, look, we know Rashi, let me just say it, we know Rashi Maikotin is not Rashi. We know it. Rafal Nasanat Rabinovich knew it. Rav Shlemish Shmuel Strauss knew it. Nasanat Heman knew it. Everybody knows it. Can we learn to be Medayik what he says? Yes. Should we be taking that energy and doing it? Absolutely, there's no reason not to. No. By the way, I hold the same thing about the Rashi on the Dolan. Rashi on the Dolan. Should be off the page. Should be off the page. I don't say it's fixation on the run. I think the Rashi Dorm is a God's fine perush. And from learning, when you want to learn the kids, to learn the run is almost impossible. The Rashi is glad. Whoever it is, the river van, the Rashi's grandson is Nishta Shlech Demench. But to, but to afford him the, the covet that Rashi but deserves. But covet is not covet. Look, I learned with you, okay? I gave you a shtickle a lesson of how I approach Rishonim. And even though I spent a lot of time on Tzavarfin Rishonim, Rashi still op- gets much more time than anyone else, and deservedly so, right? Of course. Okay, now the reason is because he proves himself that of way, course. right? Now, it happens to be that unlike the Rashbam on Balbasa, which is totally different and very frustrating, the, um, the, 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 so to speak, fake Rashis are very similar to Rashi, and therefore, they work effectively. Um, but where, the fake, ra- again, fake Rashis are where? The Rashi Nadarim is, 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 is uh, again, there's Rashi Nadarim, Rashi Nazir, Rashi Nadarim, Rashi Nazir, Rashi Horios. They yeah. should all be taken off the page. Oh, okay, should all be okay. taken off the page. For what purpose? Because they don't deserve the schools of Rashi. They're imposters. They're imposters. Therefore, what? And therefore, the you effort... Read, you read the back of the Kodabit Torah, where it tells you everybody who's an imposter that he's an imposter. And you know he's an imposter and fine, go fighter. They don't deserve the energies. Because, because we deserve, only have limited for hundreds of years, they deserve it. Okay, Rashi and Maid Cotton, since Copper and others found it, and it was already Benimta, uh, I think maybe even in the last century. Now that that Saviat is Baramavur, they should put that on the side and put the Rashi imposter, whether it's Ramino Gershom, whoever it is, in the back with all the other Kaivitz Mavarshim, and people can look there, maybe they want to find something. But especially when it continues to, to, to be Mavarsh to Gemara in a Kruma vague. Anybody who ruins my thought knows. Did you just say Rabbeinu Gershom is Mavarsh to in the Kruma vague? I, I'm, uh, Rabbeinu, you want Rabbeinu, to take that back? I think Ra- you no, I am not going to take it back. Because well, Rabbeinu... Rabinovich declares. How many Rabinu Gershoms do you even know? Okay? You're Michael. Okay, look. Rabbeinu Gershom was Actually, more Rabbeinu Gershom is a very good shmaka page. I know what you're talking about. Okay, but if, if, if we know Maid Cotton consistently, you say, what? Why is he? That's not the simple Havana here. Oh, and, and the Beis Yosef, thinking that was Rashi, is Machria the Halacha, like some of this, some of the Krum Kitan that are in the Rashi and Maid Cotton. I think by now the Chazan should have stoned you, right? <laughs> Look, and deservedly so. Look, th- th- there's a lot of wonderful rishonim that, that that we can spend a lot of time on. But you admit to me that we're that. Look, l- l- let me let me call it like this. We know that Rashi and Rabbeinu Rabbeinu Yochum on Yuma, 
Rabino Yochum and Yuma, and the Rosh says he wrote on three star. He didn't, he didn't do all uh, six star. Okay, so Rabino Yochum and Yuma is a very wonderful safer to have because you could compare it to Rashi. But Luyutzer, we found Rabbeinu Eliyoko, who's a, who is a ben deirusha Rashi. You would not learn Rabbeinu Eliyoko, right? Because you would understand. And, and here I'm sounding. That's because, also a bias. I don't know. Maybe Rabbeinu Eliyoko is a good like It is. A, but, right. the, but the amount Maybe of, it's, I think they should put the sheet alone, no, you me on Kiddushin, on the block. Because he's much more creative and exciting, they should print the Tosfos weirder instead of Tosfos because it's much more exciting and creative. Okay, so here you know again, uh, in terms of the the simple shot that we want students to work well, on, well, I did my eye on. Wait, well, wait. So that's what we that's what we say on the great teacher Rashi. But when the imposters and and, and they and they want this, the imposters who are on the cover of all those we showed him again. Those are imposters, and yeah, therefore they don't deserve the amelus and energy and uh, of, of the harish rishon. Now, do they deserve some spot to be ma'ayanin? Yes. Is a sheet of me gishmak talmud arash whoever he is? Yes, very gishmak. Now, the second question is taisvus. Okay. The second question is, do what do we gain by having Tesis on the page? Now, I'm not going to say, you're right, to get into the Maral's camp, although I think he's right, again, I think he's 100% right, to say that would, would in a way obviate a lot of what Rabbi Sarl Salanter and others knew to be true, that the pilpal energies that you get by learning up Tesis are immense, and that in some ways the Ran and the rush, because of their glotkite, stifles some of the more inventive energies that a person could get from learning Tesis, and it expands your mind, etc. And therefore, I, I'm willing to grant that to you, that people became Lamdonim in their teenage years by figuring out uh, the Tesis, which are shver in many ways than the Ran. However... On, on behalf of the Bali Tesis, I thank you. <laughs> However... The morale is right that whereas the Baliatesis are in a way, you know, happy, brilliant, they force you to be Miyashiv different uh, Gemaras, they don't necessarily get to the essential ideas of the Sugya. And that is what the Ran does, especially in the Dorim, where the Ran actually. Uh, supplies for us the svaris hegionius that are unparalleled. So the question is, first of all, what is your harish rishon in a sugya? I agree with Klal Yisrael that, of course, that Rashi proves himself to be the right one. But where we don't have the Rashi, then the braver should be biodenu. Now, in Mayit Cotton, we Baruch Hashem Rezocha, pretty much the what they printed in Tavshin Samach Zion, it's printed on the Oiz Vahadar, that should be on the side of the page with prominence. And we should have the courage to expunge the old Rashis and, 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 and do that. Because we have Rashi, even with Shitoscha. What do we gain by putting, because the Hashkocha, the Hashkocha yes. wants that? Yep. And, and therefore, the Shkocha is making us learn Krum and Obviously. spend time. Yeah. To spend time on things we don't need to spend time on. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, though. Okay, okay. I'm going to tell you some, I'll, I'll tell you better Hashkocha than your ridiculous Hashkocha. Here's the Hashkocha. By the way, the Hashkocha had gefeared. 
that the Meiri should be pub- published on Babakama Daf Lamed Ches. And the wicked, wicked publishers of those Vahadar took it out. Okay, so you're talking here about because it was in the Shita Mukubetzis, so therefore they were able to put the shtick with it. Um, but again, here's where... I have I, one of these wicked shots in here. I'm very okay. upset about it. What can I do? Okay, here. Um, wicked arts go follow the wicked Ozvah. Okay, here's, here's where I think you could talk about Ashkoch. Let's fin- I'm going to finish with Moid Cotton right now. Um, you know, the Machayin Harry Fischl uh, was Zoche to have a, the money of Harry Fischl, um, and they were able to, to collect uh, a tremendous amount of kisveyad. When Rav Kook, Zeichar Tzadik, the Kodesh Levrocha died, they were anyway thinking of working on it, but they decided for his yurt site to come up with a hitzah of the Rishonim on the Mesechta of Avelus, which is Maitkotten. And they printed, they had Rav Starelitz and all the other Goine Yisroel the Rachil Miparish, the Tetzarosh, the Shital Aran, and Moed Cotton, and the Hashgachot Kefirt, that that it was in that Machon, that these Chachamim were there, and that they came up with the most appropriate, beautiful thing to do, which was Le'ili Nishmas, their Rebbe Hagadol, they they were Mezaka Klal Yisrael, with Rishonim, that we can now learn Moed Cotton with, that Baruch Hashem, and you can see in the notes of, of Masift and Artsko, which I know you don't look at, but you can see that they're mole only with the biurim of those Rishonim, not the, not the pretzel-like contortions of what they call Hamayuchas Larashi. So therefore, my point is, is that we have them. And let's, let's, let's use our kep. You know to- what, Rebav Lemo, I would say the exact opposite. Of course, I'm going to say the exact opposite. I think that somebody like you, one of your tafkidim should be to show why that this Rashi with the pretzels should be the Rashi on the plot and not the regular Rashi. Because I bet, because you're, you're an expert in such sophistry, you could actually, <laughs> but I don't say, I don't say that, I'm using that just as a joke, but you could actually write a book explaining, if you wanted to, what that shkacha was and putting this, this, this pair of Right? Right? Okay. I'm not saying that it's 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 not above me to say oh that it's be, and, but but it, I think that and that would be to, a real contribution. But we have to move beyond it. Look, that would be a real contribution with, with limited concentration abilities of the door. We need to streamline and our, my our, our, our learning. Let, let me let me explain to you something else. Look, you know, there's so many realities we have to reckon with is, and, and we know this when we do research in Kisvayad, is that there are Madhuri Shoyinas and Madhuri Shoyinas, and there are, people have the right to change their mind. I think we raise our children with this idea that everything is in stone. And sometimes we have to realize that what we're dealing with is is the mistaken first version that probably should have been, should have been thrown out. And yet somebody retained the manuscript. You know, we sort of have this this idea that that the mistakes of, of, of the previous Deiris somehow rise to the level of Torah. We know this from even from the, the, what we've discovered in the Rambam's Aksav, that they found in the Rambam's Parashat Mishnah, the crossouts, the things that he changed. Shouldn't, again, we need to, uh, to advance 
and 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 not deal. Well, we know the racist joke about the Rambam. Maybe you want to end with that Mary Bukusa today. You're talking about Vuskana Frank and Rambam. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. But uh, I, I wouldn't call that racist. But uh, you know, I guess so racist. Pretty racist to me. <laughs> um, I don't know if, well, if that's not racist. What is? But 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 you're you're correct. The idea that you know the um, uh, once it's written, it's not his anymore. But, By the way, the famous episode. But but, but, but now we're saying once it's printed. But now we're saying once it's printed, it's the it's even though it was the mistaken first version. Right. It now, now becomes it now becomes deified, rarefied right. to the point that that now and you can now say shtickle tire on that, just even exactly. though. Yes, just like Rashi and Arvei Pesachim. That is, as we yeah. know, that's, By the way, that's Chochmas, that's Chochmas Hamazolis. That well, is, I want to bring a raya, though, to you, to Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, although it's not a great raya, which is Rabbi Yisrael Salanter says, if you say Teres Emes, it's not a big raya, because it's already in the it was any Koma Shatamid Vasi, Kasi Lachash was already given much away at Sinai. But if you say a good Sheker, then that's Torah Bilei. That's your Egenet That's that, that. That's with a pilpul. Like they would come up with Egenet So, in that sense, look, we, I, 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 Savanta, I think we're very, very proud of you on many, many levels. <laughs> we'll be back here for a whole seven or eight weeks of great, great other Tainug Nifla, where we, we, we will. This will be our guarantee. You get your money back if you are bizarre or Bagmas Nefesh from listening to us. Take or care. a free reading. <laughs> yes, I, I will personally come to your house via Zoom and check out your palms. Be well, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 